0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Friday, May the 27th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Fault. Today's word of the day commemorate, which means to mark by some ceremony or observation commemorate. Hope everyone is enjoying their Friday, or will enjoy their Friday, I should say. Man, uh, sun's not shining here in Durham, North Carolina, or any part of North Carolina for that matter. We have gotten severe thunderstorms and tornado watches and warnings this morning. In fact, I'm delaying it quite a uh, This is just a thought a little bit. Almost midday, those storms they rolled through earlier and they just dropped rain everywhere. Uh really haven't heard anything about the, the tornadoes, no more than just a watch and a warning. Uh, just like it was just bad weather, bad rain and thunderstorms. Yeah, it was thundering pretty good. But other than that, and they're supposed to last all day. Uh, probably won't get out of this uh, weather pattern, as they say, until uh, late evening. Because uh, you're supposed to get a second round around 2 o'clock. Great right when I supposed, I'm supposed to go to work. Uh, reminiscent of Tuesday, I believe it was, that we got those that round of severe storms. And uh, update on that, I, I, I told you guys that it quite possibly may have been a tornado that out this way. Well, what they're saying is it, it 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 was, but it wasn't. It never touched down, so we just got those strong winds or straight-line winds. And, of course, you know, then it up the trees and what have you, a uh, little to minimal damage. But uh, today is kind of arid because like I said, uh, that, those rains Tuesday and then I believe we got some more rain uh, the following day. The soil is damp and so, you know, when that happens and the soil has been saturated, those trees can come down and those limbs also on those power lines. So we're uh, waiting and praying. Hopefully we don't get any power outages although they have been Reported there are some in other counties. Man, spring, (laughs) Spring springtime in the South. Boy, that weather, that weather, that weather. All right, moving right along here. Uh, Looks like Golden State defeated the Dallas Mavericks last night, 120 to 110. And that has solidified their way. They're on their way to the uh, NBA championship game, NBA finals. Um, Like I told you guys, Tuesday at that point in time, Dallas was up 3-0. They were trying to close their game out Tuesday night. Mavericks came back and won a game, but they couldn't keep that um, momentum going. Uh, Man. Sorry, Dallas. Better luck next year. Uh, Lucas sure needs some help. He just needs some help. He just does. He just does. Because uh, last night, it it looked like they were they they were behind, and then you saw a little run, a little push, and then it just slipped away. Don't let that one twenty to one ten score fool you. It just wasn't that close. It just wasn't. Uh, Luca needs him. He needs a he needs a cast of surrounding players. They, I mean, it just goes to show you one player can't do it all. No, no matter how good they are, just can't, just can't. And uh, tonight. Maybe just make, well, I don't think I, I, I don't think this is going to be the last game. The Heat and the Celtics are playing. And like I said, uh the Celtics, they came back. They won two because they were down also. But they won two games and they're keeping that series alive. So maybe it'll go to a game six or seven. And we'll see what happens. Uh, we, we, we just will. Uh, the Celtics look like they found that groove. Tatum and those guys, they're all working together and gelling together and they're putting points on the board. And getting those rebounds so we'll see what happens in that series the eastern conference series finale yep yeah, golden states on their way to the nba finals just is just is and uh, and i haven't been reporting on this i haven't talked about this in the NHL national national hockey league looks like the carolina hurricanes they can close out their series against the uh new york rangers because they won last night if they get a win in new york tonight but Throughout the whole playoffs, they haven't won not one single game on the road. Kind of odd. makes you wonder how they're still here because, well, they had home ice advantage. And like I said last night, they won here at home 3-1, but they have to travel to the Rangers. And that may be a problem because, like I said, they haven't done well on the road this whole, whole playoffs. They haven't won one game or one match. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Rooting for the Hurricanes. I'm not really a hockey fan. I got to be honest with you. But I do love to see the fights. <laughs> I just do. I just do. I remember the old ones where they, those guys, man, they used to go at it. They was hitting each other with hockey sticks. They were taking their pads and helmets off, swinging it, and just throwing each other around. I don't think they can do that anymore, especially that hockey stick. They will toss you quick. But, hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, sadly, also, man, uh, yesterday I found out uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, you guys may, re- may remember him from uh, Builder Dreams or, or most notably the Goodfellas, Henry. <laughs> uh, he passed at 67 years of age, died in his sleep while filming in the Dominican Republic. Man, certainly hate to hear that. He was a good actor i love his acting i really did uh like i said uh, he's most noticed uh, notably known for the uh, goodfellas henry and i can remember that scene with him and uh joe pesci and joe pesci's telling the story and he's laughing and he says are oh, you funny and then joe pesci flips it on ah uh, that that was a classic scene right there that was a classic scene that was it just was i'm funny tell me how i'm funny <laughs> oh, oh man okay let's move along here um on Wednesday, it looks like the Durham City Council decided to give a, a total of $21 million to about 34 out of 71 nonprofits here, and which means they'll possibly get probably about a, a million each to tackle the city's uh, problems. And, and more specifically, what they want these nonprofits to do with this money is to tackle the city's root cause of crime. Yeah, crime. It, it continues to rage on here in Durham. Now the money comes from the uh, federally funded COVID relief fund and the issues they're going to tackle is affordable housing, uh, digital literacy, mental health. And of course, like I said, the root causes of crime. So they're going to, you know, these nonprofits are going to get together and see if they can figure out what in the world is going on. What is the root cause of crime here in Durham? Uh, Certainly you could say, or uh, certainly it is those before mentioned, uh, Topics that they're going to tackle, that 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 is a cause that, that that is the cause of a lot of crime here in Durham and throughout this country. You know, uh here lately we've been hearing about mental health of, of people and, and why they're committing crimes. Uh the digital literacy, a lot of people aren't literate on um, you know, with the internet computers, which hey, you, you and like I've said time and time again, if you're one of those of that mindset that are saying, oh, I ain't doing that, you, you, you're not getting ready to, you've been left behind. And I see that on a day-to-day basis. Uh, a lot of people may not be aware, but just about any and everything we do now in our life as it relates to interaction is over the internet. It just is. I mean, hey, you can't do anything without the haven't been referred to the internet you can't even fill out a job application or housing application and that goes right into that affordable housing also the cost of living has uh gone up uh, whether you're renting or paying mortgage or trying to get a mortgage uh the price is going up so there's affordable housing crisis here in durham just like everywhere else in this country so yeah that 21 million they're going to use it for um, programs to help and assist so we'll see how this turns out. We just will. Uh, it's certainly needed throughout this country. Um, I understand they're saying it's from the COVID relief, fund because, you know, due to COVID, it's locked down for two months, mu- well, this uh, pandemic for two years now, uh, almost three, we might as well say. We're, we're approaching June, so that's the six months. so it's like two and a half years of dealing with COVID. Uh, yeah, we are off restrictions and lockdown, but this we still have the after effects of COVID. We just do. So uh, this money for the for these nonprofits for them to get out there and get active and help the community uh, somehow forge forward. Uh, it's it's needed. It, it is. It just is. So we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, it is most definitely needed, man. All right, let's go get it. I got two stories to talk to you guys about. But the first one here is, uh, man, (laughs) Uh, words can't explain. So I'll just tell you the tale. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Looks like a Durham attorney has been convicted here and will spend five years in prison for fraud convictions. Or, man, she was busy. Her and her cohorts were busy. I haven't seen or heard the likes of this in a while. And let me just tell you before I start, they were busy. They were active. I guess you could say they threw their all into it. Now what they've been charged with is for filing false tax returns, uh, trying to obtain millions of dollars in loans from multiple banks and the Small Business Administration and obtaining COVID loans for personal use to which... uh, She, specifically, uh, she bought some homes in North Carolina, Alabama, Maryland, and also with the uh, fraudulent funds, she bought herself a BMW, and, this is the kicker for me, in 2016, with those funds that she obtained fraudulently, she got butt augmentations, yep, you heard me right. But augmentations in 2016. Now, of course, like I said, she filed false, uh, or her and her cohorts in in her, well, I guess she was the head because it was from her law firm. They filed false tax returns with fake social security numbers, along with, like I said, her co-defendants. They all got loans. They got credit cards. They opened bank accounts and, of course, bought home. Now, the investigation started in 2020. And it went from March of 2020 to June of 2020. Now, the indictment came down in November. Now, with that, those tax filings, those fake tax returns, it, 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 it listed fake employees with, of course, fake Social Security numbers. And they had a monthly payroll set up and other expenses. So... Yeah, I I know that's a lot to digest. It was a lot when I was reading it, and I was thinking to myself, "Good Lord, uh, they were busy." So they filed fake, false, uh, fake tax returns with false Social Security numbers, and they set up uh, fake employees also. So they were receiving a a monthly payroll. So they were getting her and her co-defendants were getting paychecks like they were multiple people. And, and, you know, you know, the houses in North Carolina, she's from Alabama. So, you know, I, that's where she's originally from. So the houses they bought in North Carolina and Alabama and Maryland and a BMW, but the catalyst for me is those butt augmentations. Sweet Lord. <laughs> Sweet Jesus of all things. Boy, they had to put that one out there. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, um. Uh, I guess she, with all of this that, that came out with those fake tax tax returns and those, there, those millions of dollars of loans from multiple banks and the Small Business Administration and, and, and of course, those PPP loans, th- there's a side note, there's a lot of people out there that are going to get jammed up by those PPP loans because the federal government, when they started that, those funds were supposed to be used for people with legitimate businesses that were trying to stay afloat during COVID. So, I don't know if you guys know much about how, how the feds roll, but when they start just giving these the monies out, they do track and they do monitor. It may seem like they take a while, but they're always hanging around. They're, they're always lurking to see where that, where that money's going and how it's being spent. Looks like this right here was most definitely fraudulent, because she's going to serve five years. And and side note, also, I'm wondering if this is the these are the same people because they they said she had co-defendants. Remember a while back, I told you a story about some tax preparers and accountants here in Durham that were doing the exact same thing, filing fraudulent tax returns using fake Social Security numbers that they obtained from the Social Security Administration. Same thing she was doing. I'm wondering this is that ongoing investigation where they quite possibly could have t- found some ties to her also and her law firm. Man. Now, um, like I said, the, the butt augmentation, <laughs> I hate to keep going back to it, but I feel safe in saying, it. and one thing that I've learned and just in general with, with, you know, butt augmentations or any of these, uh, Physical enhancement that women use. When you get these things, you got to keep that up. So that means, quite possibly, it ain't just you exercising or or eating right. You have to keep going back and getting surgeries. Also, I I believe I've read before. So, with that expense, this expensive lifestyle she had, maybe some of that money was going to keep that Brazilian butt lift going. (laughs) Oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. Why, what in the world? Uh, just like I said before, with those accountants and the, the tax preparers, uh, I got to say again, uh, you spent a lot of years, a lot of years in school studying, taking exams. And you had to go to that bar and you, you couldn't just jump out there and practice law. So you had to work under someone. You spent a lot of years to better yourself. And then you somehow, some way, get sidetracked. Into this hustle. And maybe that's what it was. She saw it as easy money. I mean, just like with those tax preparers and accountants, if you know how to manipulate that paperwork, anybody can do it. Hell, I could do it. If I knew how to manipulate that paperwork. If my brain was wired that way. But it ain't. Because I know full well at some point in time, sooner or later, I'm going to get caught because it's not true. It's false. It's false. That's how life works. Whatever you do in the dark that is, is against the goodwill and, and, and what have you, it eventually comes to the dark the light and it ain't coming pretty. You want to be held accountable. And that appears to be what has happened here with this Durham uh attorney. Man. I think this is the same. I think these are related because that indictment for those accountants, now that I sit here and think about it, that came down in November also. So these, may be, these cases may be intertwined. But yeah, like I said before, those PPP loans are going to get a lot of people jammed up because you don't have legitimate businesses. And even though it's a loan, and of course, you know, a loan or a grant or whatever, or what, however you word it, whether it's a loan or a grant, once that money is given to you, the federal government wants to know how it's being used. They want to track and monitor any and everything. Um, still, I guess if you know, like I said, if you know how to manipulate that paperwork, uh, why they would go to multiple banks, and and apparently uh, those multiple banks and that Small Business Administration loans that they got, they were in the millions. They weren't thousands. So they they were getting paid. They were getting millions. Well, appears it's going towards homes, BB, uh, BMW, and uh, Brazilian. But <laughs> uh, hey, like I said, I gotta ask. You guys spent all those years in, in college and in grad school in law school, just taking course after course, studying and testing and working under someone long, arduous hours, and your mind somehow or another shifts gears and goes towards this hustle. It's a hustle. It's a con hustle, and it's caught up with it. man. Words, uh, no words, just just amazing uh, how some people think and how some people roll. Because I, I, in a million years, would have never thought of doing anything like that, especially if I would have had a college degree, a, a law license, and had my own firm. I wouldn't think of it. Maybe business had dropped off a little bit or something. But this just wasn't doing COVID. They had been tracing, tracking her for a while. Uh, that investigator said they have been investigating since, uh, March of 2020 to uh, June of 2020. That's probably when they were just closing out their investigation. They've been watching her for a minute because they can go back to 2016 and, te- and tell you that she got, uh, some kind of augmentation done to her body, <laughs> they've been tracking you for a while, sweetie. Um, you didn't see the red flags or maybe you got that. That lacks with all that money just rolling in. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Man, that's crazy. All right, I'm getting ready to close it out. But uh, first of all, uh, let me just say before I close it out, I would be remiss if I didn't speak on this. Now, uh, we all know what has happened in Texas at, at elementary school. Wow. Uh, once again, words can't express. I can't imagine the horror those children went through those kids those babies went through because it was in an elementary school that was for second third and fourth graders 19 kids were killed two adults two uh, teachers were killed also by an 18 year old gu- gunman with a automatic long gun or assault rifle. Uh, Not gonna go go into the details step by step of what happened and how he gained entry into that school. Nineteen kids were murdered. Massacre. It was a massacre. Let's call it what it was. Now, of course, they're saying uh, two things have came out. uh, His mental health. They say they're saying that he was bullied, and he was bullied for how he looked, the clothes he wore, the he had a lisp apparently. And it also appears that he was um, he was online, pretty much telling what he was going to do before he did it. He had reached out to a friend he met online in Germany and told her. Uh, I think they said he killed his grand, he shot his grandmother. The grandmother's still alive. He shot his grandmother before he took off and went to the elevator. He told the the friend online from Germany, "Hey, uh, I just shot my grandmother, and now I'm going to uh, shoot." elementary school as he was saying, he's going to shoot up an elementary school and that's exactly what he did second thing that has came out is a lot of people are questioning the police response apparently uh he stayed in that school they're saying for uh almost a, well an hour or a little bit more killing those children and the police uh i won't say they were reluctant to go in but they somehow some way uh, despite having all of those police on the scene They um, held off until they got a SWAT team, a tactical tactical team in place. And this tactical team was uh, from the Border Patrol. So it took them about an hour to get there. And and a lot of people have said, well, why the hell didn't the police go in? Uh, That guy, this 18-year-old, was I believe they're saying that he was dressed in body armor, reminiscent of this fool up here in Buffalo uh, last week that killed all those people in that grocery store. So that's the thing now. When you go out on these uh, rants and raves and whatever, you put on body armor. But you're supposed to be so big and bad. And you're so pissed. you want to go out. uh, I I think you want to go out in a blaze of glory. So why do you have on this uh, body armor again? News to me. But yeah, that's the two things that came out. Uh, He was bullied. And then people are criticizing the police response. Uh, On the bullying side... Look at here. I uh when, when I was in school, I was bullied. Yeah, I was. I was bullied. I was bullied, something awful. Awful. Uh I was an awkward looking kid. <laughs> I just was. I was awkward looking. Uh I was somewhat clumsy. Uh I was very shy and bashful. Didn't talk much. So that made me an easy target. Let's just be honest with each other. He's an awkward looking. Kid. Hey, I got a lot of punchlines for how he looks and how he talks and how he acts, and he he won't fight back. So I was an easy target. I just was. So I was bullied. I was bullied up until, I'll say, about the um, ninth or 10th grade. And the reason why I stopped getting bullied was I finally stood up for myself. I finally opened my mouth. I finally uh, threw hands. I got fed up. I was tired of being bullied. I was tired of being picked on, laughed at, ridiculed, scorned, pushed around, beat, punched, <laughs> slapped, <laughs> you name it. That was me. Up until about the 10th grade, I said enough was enough. I got fed up. And, and you know, when I would go home and tell my mother, she would say, well, you know, hey, I'm sorry, that To hear that, that's what happens. And... The only way, I mean, you know, of course you gave me the spill about talking to the teacher or whoever, what have you. And I was like, oh, they're not doing anything. She said, well, this is what you gotta do. You gotta learn how to stand up for yourself. Either you learn how to fight or talk back, or you continue getting beat up and laughed at. You you, you that that's the that was the only alternative. Now, I know now we live in a society where they have, you know, the national bullying campaign and everybody's talking and whatever, whatever, what have you. But back then, they didn't have that. So, yeah, like I said, until 10th grade, when I finally stood up to myself and I said enough was enough, that's when the bullying stopped. It didn't mean that I I went out and started bullying people. Nope, I still kept my composure and and just whenever it, it, it came up or came about, I dealt with it accordingly. If it meant I had to cuss you out, I cussed you out. If it meant I had to put hands on you, I put my damn hands on you. Now, for the, for this generation that is saying that, you know, there's a lot of bullying going on and, and whatever, whatever, I understand that. But at some point in time, you do, as an individual human being, I'm, I'm a, I, I fully believe this, you got to stand up for yourself. You just do, or else you'll be bullied the, your, the rest of your life. There's only one way to stop a bully, and that's to knock him on his ass, him or her on the ass. Show him you mean business. Can't talk to bullies. Yeah, he said he was bullied. (sighs) Wow. 18 years old, shoots his grandmother, and then goes into an elementary school and kills 19 babies and two teachers. Then, uh, somehow another, he got in a shootout with police. I guess that was a tactical team. The board of patrol agents, when they arrived, he got into it. They ended up taking him out. Uh, he was standing with his grandmother and grandfather because, I guess, he was a problem child. His mother could no longer handle him or control him. And that's, that's, that's just what happened. Just is. Um, as far as those that are ridiculing the police, uh, if he had on that body armor, there's really nothing they could have done. Uh, except go in and, and quite possibly it would have been more murders. So they waited for the tactical team to come. Maybe they had those uh, armor-piercing bullets. And took them out. Um, we're certainly something. Like I always say, I'm not a proponent of the, these gun uh, gun rights enthusiasts, enthusiasts that are saying take the guns away. Uh, like I always say, the guns aren't the problem. It's the people with these guns that are the problem. But one thing, if I could say, at 18 years of age, I, I do believe wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. at 18 years of age, you don't need no assault rifle, With no extended clip, no modified assault rifle, no modified handguns that lets you shoot multiple rounds. At 18 years of age, your brain ain't wired like that. But also at 18 years of age, you can join the military and they can teach you and show you how to do it, how to use it. Um that as far as that gun control goes yeah i think 18 is too young for you to have an assault rifle and it's been shown multiple times the brain can't handle it that young can't handle it uh i don't know if if, if there really is a mental problem or if there's somehow somewhere entranced in the, these video games because uh, one uh senator or, or one lawmaker came out and said it's the video games and rap music that is the cause of this with these, this gun violence. Uh, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. It's parental lack thereof. There's no, par- no parents involved in their kids' lives like they should be. The internet is raising them. Just off. And just is. It's not rap music. It's not video games. It's lack of parental control. Parental involvement. Parents aren't there. They're off doing their own thing. Like I've said multiple times before. They just are uh, This screams of, of parents not, envi- not being involved in these kids' lives. And not just this instance, because he was staying with his grandmother and grandfather, but that's across the board in every facet and avenue there is in our lives. Parents aren't doing what they're supposed to. So these kids are running amok, 18 years old and you killed 19 babies. I'm sorry. I can't give you that about uh, rap music and and the uh, video games. I just can't. I just can't. Uh, Praying for everyone that was involved in this. Praying. Praying. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Verbal and WordPress. And as always, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when these podcasts drops. This is Stephen Carnegie. Thank you for listening. This is just a thought. Amen.